All right. Yeah. Number four, and we've got ourselves special, special guest. guest. What is happening, guys? Nice to be here. Done three episodes without me. Late <laughs> notice. Mr. Lorenzo. Um, it was two broke brokers, and uh, now we found someone who's not quite broke. <laughs> we need to rebrand. Two broke brokers and someone that's doing all right. Someone that's not so broke, yeah. <laughs> and the other guy. And the other guy. I'll take that. Um, so yeah. we thought we'll recap briefly on what we spoke about yeah, yeah. last week, if that's right, and then we'll introduce you, Lorenzo, and then you can take it away if you're scared. Yeah, sounds good to me. So. We covered quite a few topics. <laughs> we went on a few rants. There were um, a couple of tangents in there, yeah. We gave a talk about uh, the driving culture, um, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is a Plenty big one. Uh, <laughs> hospitality, um, think, security yeah. and safety in Dubai, mm. how mm. safe it can be. Oh, I don't think we did talk about that. Did we not? I think we, we did talk security and getting the commission. Secu- well, we talked about we safety as well. Remember you said about the guy who... Sent his son back home. That was the week before. Oh, well. But this is what we've talked about previously. <laughs> this is so, a recap you guys get during this week's Too drunk. Um, yeah. And then we yeah. covered the end of last week with a bit on upselling. So <laughs> where you could make money elsewhere. Mm. Like, um, it was... So for residential, it's like Wi-Fi selling, kitchen upgrades, stuff yeah, like better, that. Yeah, like hacker kitchen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Money transfers and other things. Um, so yeah, that was a bit real estate last week. Um, mm-hmm. I think that covered it. To be fair, yeah, yeah and then just more like about. yeah, our experiences and most scenarios and. Um, but we're trying to uplift it now. We're trying to bring in a bit more positivity. Yeah, we've been quite negative for the past three ones. So this is going to. So be, this is your positive episode. This is positive, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> all right. I've so positive things to say. Yeah. All right. So Lorenzo's here. Mm-hmm. So. We'll start off with the funny story, right? So we didn't know each other. We started our new company in Dubai. We were both new here. Yeah. Both off the plane. Turns out we live, what, 20 minutes away from each other in the UK. Yeah. We were on the same flight out here. Yeah. We checked into the same hotel at the same time. Yeah. We landed. Yeah. And then we started at the same company. Yeah. And we were put into the same area in the same yeah. company as well. Yeah. That was, what, two years ago? That was almost two years That's ago. Yeah. That's quite sad. It's, it's a it? mad story because I saw some guy checking into the uh, hotel. Obviously, it's the first time I've ever come to Dubai. Oh, I've go. never even came, came here before. I just jumped in a plane and thought, That's how I'm Changing my life. Yeah, same here. And uh, remember, you was up at the uh, reception. I do remember. And I got the smoking room. I got the last smoking room. And uh, you were oh, gutted about that. <laughs> I <laughs> hear this arrogant little yeah. shit. <laughs> the Literally, the one in front of me, I'm in the queue behind him. This little shit's going, oh my God, you can smoke in the room. That's amazing. I can't. I can have a smoke in the bath. Where's the nearest corner shop? I'm going to go buy some cigarettes. I'm fucking, this is like six o'clock in the morning. I'm yeah, ready to yeah, dump yeah, my yeah. bags and go to bed. <laughs> like, this guy is the most enthusiastic little shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I might never me. have to see him again. Yeah. And here we are two years later. That's it. Days. It's the way it goes. <laughs> and honestly, I smoked a whole pack of fags in that bath. <laughs> I had my Netflix set up and I was I've smoked. never heard that before no, in my life. Honestly, mate, that room stunk. <laughs> my clothes stunk. And I don't even smoke cigarettes that much. No, I don't. And me, the actual smoker, gasping for a cigarette, yeah. is stuck in a room that doesn't do it. I know. Uh-huh. I know. But do you know what? It's probably a benefit, mate. I must have gone in the first day stinking a cigarette. <laughs> to be fair, I put on a lot of aftershave, man, so hopefully that's covered. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember, you weren't even in a shirt on the first day. I think you were wearing a t-shirt. I think I was wearing this I think you were wearing that shirt. one. Yeah, it was this exact <laughs> shirt. You turned up to a real estate company in Dubai. When it wasn't t-shirt. our first day. It was like 
like the week before, come in, meet the team, and say hello. Oh, like so, an interview oh, preview. Dan, like, everyone's right. everyone's in a suit. Yeah, this guy's in a t-shirt, bro. Oh, make an impression. There's a photo of us. There's a photo of us. We went to the cafe. Yeah, yeah, I know the photo. Yeah, we made our group chat. Yeah. But the table was like up here. So there's me in my little t-shirt like this with my arms up on the table. Like I this. fucking look tiny, mate. You can't even see me in it. You do, yeah. That was strange, but yeah. <laughs> Casual. And I was Keep I was in the same company as well. You were, but you joined the month. But I just United, I just you? jump over and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> You're smoking, yeah. That was it. I was trying to think about our first conversation the other day. I can't it was out in the, the uh, it was out in the smoking area. Yeah, yeah. Mm. can't remember for the life of it. I remember because mm. it came up on the board there's a guy signing in with Daniel Craig and I was like what the fuck no way <laughs> I started speaking to that I didn't realise Dan was Daniel Craig it was just it was a weird Scottish yeah. prick yeah. Yeah. Dan from commercial Dan, Dan from, from commercial, commercial. <laughs> Daniel Craig actually no I remember we must have been outside having a smoke and then we'd gone back inside and you sent me a gif Right, but I didn't have your number saved or anything. He done the same thing to me. Yeah. He sent me a gift. I, yeah. I didn't know who he was. I was thinking, <laughs> what's what going on? Yeah, I, I thought we spoke, spoke about it. it. Yeah, we were like, yeah, what's going on? Like, what's going on? I sent you a screenshot of it. I was like, bro, like some guys just met me again. Like, it's funny, yeah. but I don't know who it is. And then it was like three days later, we met you again in the smoking area. You're like, oh, did you like my gift? Like that. <laughs> like, oh, my you got it. Yeah. I need to recap on this because I can't even fucking remember that. You'll have to Mate, scroll, you have to scroll, scroll through up, the messages. Scroll yeah, I've lost it. I'll never be able to find it. But yeah, that was some confusing shit. Yeah, right? mate. And that's where then we yeah. boom. That's where the friendship started. That's where it started. That's, that's our origin story. <laughs> that is it. So creeped out for like three days. I oh man, I couldn't figure it out. What the fuck is this? Yeah. I could not. I thought, is it a client? Like, how am I meant to Yeah, exactly. Because for some reason, you didn't have a profile. Yeah, he didn't. You didn't. Uh, you yeah. are, mate. You couldn't fucking save us out there. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember this. Should it be down? <laughs> so, anyway, so the point of that is me and you started in the marina doing leasing at the same time. Yeah. I think a week in, you said, I'm not doing lease anymore. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to sales. Yeah. I stayed in leasing. I'm still a broke broker. You went off to sales. You're not a broke broker. Tell us your story <laughs> from week one at the company. So, obviously, a few days in, we done our phone calls, right? We were smashing the phones. I went out to meet a few landlords. I done all this running around. And then I calculated my commission if I actually rented out each of the units. And it's not what was promised. You know, like when you're on the phone to these recruitment companies before you come out yeah. here, they promise you a lot in aspects of rental and sales. Yeah. Now, what they yeah. say in rental is not what you want. It really isn't. Like, you'd have to be doing insane volume to get close to what they yeah, say. Yeah, it's like year two or three figures year is what two, they promise like, you in year one. Like, possibly least, even yeah. year four. I figures, remember, um, like, the recruitment yeah. company I use, they said, you'll earn so much money in your first year, you'll be flying back first class to... That's exactly what they told me. guaranteed. Exactly yeah. what they told me. Guaranteed. But you didn't know if you were doing leasing or sales. At no, that no, that was right? for sales. No, that, because I, we, yeah. I knew I was doing sales. I don't know if um, you did. Uh, leasing, sorry. Yeah, for me, no, no. Yeah. Like, I came over to Dubai with around five years worth of real estate experience anyway. So I knew what I was doing. Now, the reason I started off in leasing was... Maybe I wasn't too smart with my money back home. I was a bit stupid. <laughs> so I spent a lot, you know, trying yeah, to look cool, yeah. trying to look fly. I spent a lot of money. Um, then when I got the phone call for Dubai, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take the opportunity. Flew out a week later, but I only had a certain amount of money. That's mad. That yeah. is, yeah, I had like three months worth. Of I had literally I a week. Out. Yeah. yeah, literally. I spoke to them a week later, I was on the plane. So <laughs> for me, I'm always a risk taker. Like, I think you don't get very far unless you take 
the make or break risks. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. risk comes reward. Yeah, absolutely. I think we would all stand by you in that when it comes yeah. to real estate over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even that. I think that's a mentality of just moving abroad in your twenties, right? Yeah. Because we're quite a rare breed. That doesn't yeah, really happen. Yeah, not many people anymore. do this, man. People whether don't it's to Dubai or Europe or oh, yeah. Fuck. Sorry, I've got to put my thing on airplane mode. So do I. Yeah. Um, yeah so. I mean, people don't want to take that risk. People don't want to leave comfort. They don't want to leave their families. They don't want to leave yeah, their friends. Yeah. They don't want to go somewhere where they're completely alone. Now, to me, that's the issue. Look, if you're willing to take that risk, you don't know where your life can go. Exactly. So for me, yeah, it's the best move, best decision I've ever made. And I'm loving every day of it. Well, not every day, but yeah, I'm loving it. You had five years of real estate experience. Real yeah. estate experience in yeah. the UK. Yeah. Yeah, I started when I was 17, so... But Right, so in, in, in these places back home, right, they always give you like a base salary. Yeah, correct, correct. Do you get commission as well? Yeah, so the way it works back home is what's called a 180 roll compared to the buyer, which is a 360 roll. So with the 180 roll, your managers would take on the stock, right? So they would do the valuations, they'd get the stock on. And what your job to do as a broker back home is to sift through the inquiries, do the viewings, and actually get the deals closed. Oh, now, okay. and you get a basic salary. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. And the managers who do the valuations, yeah. do they tend to be accredited with like RICS or something like this? Yeah. 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 It's different yeah. over here, isn't it? Yeah. Any <laughs> John Dick and <laughs> Harry can like, no, yeah. I, I value your property based off of, well, that one sold for the same price. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very different, very, very different. It's a lot harder out here because you practically do everything yourself. Yeah. I mean, the only yeah, yeah. But it's also easier because it's like the prices to value a property because all the buildings are more or less quite new. Yeah. People are just walking in, looking at a building and buying it. Whereas back home, you'd have someone who comes in, make sure the structure's still intact. Yeah, There's no yeah, yeah, structural yeah. damage. What's up in the loft? You know, yeah. poking anything. Over here, people just go... Yeah, this is a good area. I'll make a bit of money out of this. I'll buy it. That's yeah, the honestly, the, even with sales, the valuation process is very straightforward here. The guy comes from the bank. He has a quick look around. Honestly, the valuation process probably takes less than 10 minutes. <laughs> they come, they ask you... If is back. it different with villas? Yeah. It will is be it a bit more villas, intense with villas? Villas may be a bit more intense because obviously okay. you've got larger square footage. They'll take a bit more time to look for all the rooms. But with apartments, it's literally under 10 minutes. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's and rackish. it's purely done based off what's sold. So in, in what building, in what area, like they do the valuations off that. Do you think this could be a problem for Dubai in the future? I think in aspects of market stability, potentially. But what about the actual structure of buildings? Like, but do you think there's the, such good building management in place that the building the, yeah. is so yeah. regularly checked? That's the, the thing. Structure of the building it depends so on the area. Is it, it depends on the area. Completely. And all these, all the materials that you put onto a building have a certain warranty, right? Right. They have an expiration well, date. Twenty years, thirty years down the line. Thirty right? years. We don't know that because obviously the nothing around that old. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, no, look at the stuff that is starting to get old. So there's the torch in Marina, which isn't that old, right? How old's the torch? Fifteen years? Yeah, roughly. And, and how have, yeah. many times is that? That yeah, that's had issues. But it's also to do with the developers as well. Like when you look at the marina, mm. if you look at the original six towers, right, Emar six, that's incredibly well maintained. Yeah, those yeah. apartments look fantastic. If they're kept up by the tenants, they look great. The communal areas look fantastic. The property management there's brilliant, and they're selling for high high prices because it's so well maintained. Emar does a great job of that. Yeah. So yeah. for me, when you're looking at master developers. If you want something that's going to stand the test of time and appreciate in value when the market goes up, it's always going to be email. You go for email, yeah. for sure. 
Mm. So that's quite interesting to be fair. The whole of Dubai Marina was going to be an EMR project. Yeah. And, and they ran out of money. Yeah. And that's why the marina is one of the only places in Dubai that has a mix of EMR, Damak, mm. uh, So that's what makes it so world. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes it so interesting yeah. and different. The fact that the way that each tower is, the difference in the tower yeah. is why it's so vibrant. It is. That's what I think. That's why. But what that's why the quality varies so much. As exactly. Well. You look at something like exactly. Manchester Tower, Princess yeah. Tower, Tiger where you Tower. Fuck, I'm start a Tiger Tower. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a different smell on every floor. Have you <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I know what he's cooking, and then someone else gets on next. Door. And I was just really reviewing that once. Do you remember? That was one of the things you said. It fucking stank in the common yeah. areas. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> you also get a different like level of climate as well like mm-hmm. if each building that you list on you see a dramatic change in the yeah, amount of people that come to view phone quality as well man yeah um, <laughs> you were talking about something after after you spent five years in real estate back home yeah yeah it's a bit more what would you say it's sophisticated easier. regulated it's more regulated number one and two is easier like it really is easier because you've already got easier the stock. back home. It's easier back home. They, like, they, the managers give you the home. stock. You just go get yeah. out and get the job done. Like you're you, the runner essentially. Right? So you're exactly. the, you basically take it over from when you put the listing. On it's the face exactly. of the company. Exactly. The physical face. That's it. Right. So you deal with the inquiries coming in. Then you'll get your base salary plus commission. So you don't pitch for listings at all. You can pitch for listings if you speak to someone new. Or if you, but that's typically done by It's typically like if you go out on valuations. Where I was a young broker, and you'll see this with most brokers up until. They get to that stage. They, the, the valuations will be done purely by the managers. Okay. So by the trusted employees of the company, right? People have been doing it for years. And people, people look older. People call up the companies as opposed exactly. to yeah, like yeah, cold yeah, calling. Yeah, and there's this no is the calling, thing calling, is well, calling, exclusivity no... is prime back home. Like it's yeah. the way you there's sell. There's so much more loyalty. There's so much more loyalty. And for me, that is such a better way to sell your property. Oh, one hundred percent. The amount of competition that you have, every agent's trying to undercut every agent. I feel like the seller loses out on quality that way. They think 100%. they're going to sell their property quicker by giving it to everyone to benefit from everyone's database, but it becomes a rat race to sell. Yeah, I've, I've had a problem with this, right? Because I have mm. been through like a hundred different strategies, right? <laughs> I do leasing and sales and commercial yeah. all over Dubai, right? I'm mm. confused. So, <laughs> I, so I, had this, I had this one point in time where I said, I am going to shoot for exclusive, exclusivity only. And it was one of the hardest things I ever did. Although yeah. I got a few, I would find that my loyalty wasn't strong anymore because of, yeah, I've got one or two exclusive clients that I want to sell the properties, but there's so many other people that I'm on the phone with on a daily basis that are just not loyal and the same values. And I found it very hard to stick mm, with, mm. with this exclusivity, this loyalty, because of yeah. the actual culture that was just so yeah. distracting. Yeah. Can I ask you a question on that quickly? Yeah. When you were pitching for exclusivity, how much were you relying on the company name that you're at? How much did that factor into uh, your pitch? 100% this of the pitch that, this, that this company the company I probably used about at least 20 to 25%. Okay. Yeah. That's lower than I expected. See, now the thing with the buyers as well, there's so many real estate companies, right? In yeah. my honest opinion, it doesn't matter who you work for because at the end of the day, a company is defined by the agents that work for it. Yeah. So if you're working for a company no one knows and you're a standout agent and you do everything you say, you're going to be better than the crappy agent. And that's, I agree. that's one thing you can say is just like, well, listen, since a year or two ago, mm. there weren't half the companies there are today. 
Exactly. But it's still exactly. a bit, it's a very good brokerage, I like everyone I work with. I mean, you have to think of it from the seller's and landlord's point of view as well. I mean, imagine how many times a day they're getting phone calls, right? 20, 30 days. Like, times imagine. Really, yeah, so at least, yeah. they must be fed up of it, right? Which is why I think it's so important to implement new tactics as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, first impressions mean everything. The way you are, like, speak on that phone for the very first time, it says a lot about you. And you have to imagine that you're on the receiving end of this phone call. What yeah, do you want exactly. to be hearing? Exactly. What would make you put your trust in someone? So I always say this as well. Trust isn't gained over one phone call. It's not. It's not possible. Mm. What you have to do is repeat phone calls. You have to stay on top of them. Make sure they understand that you care. That is the major, major difference here. Yeah. A lot of agents do not care. So for them, it's about the dollar sign. They yeah. see the money in yeah. the pocket. That's what a seller means to them or a landlord means to them. But if you get past that and you actually want to take care of them, they understand that. And that's what creates loyalty. Yep. And they will come back to you. Mm. Why would they go to another agent who only cares about the commission? Exactly. We, we covered a little bit on this mm. um, it last week or the week before. Course, but yeah, we were, exactly. were talking about how it took me three months of mm. calling up my guy again and again and again. Mm. And I sold two properties in the same tower purely based off of the fact that mm. although they didn't want to sell at the time, they weren't doing anything else with the unit. And I corrected them on their prices. Yeah. And I kept yeah, reminding yeah. them that my price was correct over the course of three months to the point where they said, Dan, sell it for me. Yeah. I think Again, that's, that's a great tactic as well. Yeah. I think there's a statistic out here in Dubai. I think our old company used to have a bit of um, material that would show, but it was something like a relationship isn't built until the, between the 8th and the 13th phone call. And it shows you a step-by-step what the first phone call should be, what the second mm. phone call should be, what the third phone yeah. call Yeah, it's absolutely true. Absolutely, mm. but it's all based off on that first phone it's call. It's the long game. This is what we were mm. saying, right? People come out here to make a quick buck. And I think I'm guilty of this, to be fair, and I think you might be as well. Mm. You're different because it's you're always really It's always possible. It's but always possible. The way Dubai was sold to me is that it is a quick buck. Mm. Like, I yeah. came out here, I'll do a year out here, I'll earn fucking loads of money, and then I'll go back home and I'll live a cushy life. One or two months in, I'm like, no, that's not what it is it's, at all. It's, it's not, not a, what it is. It's no. not a quick no. buck in the in the slightest. You should have followed no. him. I should have followed him. I told him. He went out the I same code. He went out the same. You should be like, is Lorenzo onto something? No. Like, I, I, I was I told so him. on the fence. I told him when I shifted I over. So I said to him that the money isn't going to be in rentals. Like you have to take the risk. Uh, but do you mind if we go a little bit more into detail with that? Because no, no, and again, no. we'll cut this out if you that's don't. No, 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 that's fine. Kept we can in. go in. But I think I remember we were right, we, we were in the pool of the hotel that we were both staying in. Yeah. And we sort of confessed to each other that we both really came out with the same funds, which I think yeah. was something like seven thousand pounds or something like that. Yeah, right? roughly around about that. Yeah. And. I remember being quite close to the breadline and being quite lucky that some rentals were coming in so yeah. that I could then yeah. support my income out here and yeah. actually stay out here. Yeah. I had to rely on family. I'm very grateful for that. But it was quite close those yeah. first sort of three months. Yeah. And I think I remember you saying that you were quite close as well. And I think you broke a record for the quickest sale or something. Is yeah. that right? In the yeah. marina team? Yeah, yeah. So when I shifted over to sales, I'd done my first sale within two weeks of starting sales. And that was full commission. So 2% from the buyer, 2% from the seller. Um, which was one of the quickest times a sale was done. Um, I remember when that happened. So I'd done, yeah, I'd done three sales that month as well. So my first month in sales, I'd done three sales. I put a very good figure on the board and I saved myself from the brink line. But mm. I think like when you're at that stage, a different animal is unleashed inside of you because yeah. you know that yeah. it's either you're going to sink or you're going to swim. Everyone says this a lot, but you only really truly appreciate that when you're in that moment. Yeah, mm. So the desperation that comes from it to not wanting to go back home failing, to not have that embarrassment, 
a truly different beast is awoken inside of you. Mm. And you start seeing opportunities where you wouldn't have seen it before. You start, you, you can sort of smell the money, mm. you know, in a sense. I called that stubbornness, stubbornness last week. Yeah. I said, Scottish. The, the, reason, <laughs> the reason why I'm still here is, is it pure stubbornness or am I yeah. actually really well, determined? Yeah, no, is it I stubbornness think, or is it pride? Determination. Or is it no one wants like, to go back home. No one wants to go back home because that's the other thing with here. Once you get a taste of this life, the UK just doesn't compare anymore. Yeah. Mm. It really doesn't. Yeah. I, did, I did my best month last month. Mm. Right, I beat my target for like the first time and... I was like, right, okay. Although I, I smell it, I felt like this, this, this comfort almost. As I like, right now, I'm comfortable. I can, I can just skip all the bullshit. Like it was like you said, this new beast is unlocked, right? I was like, right now, I'm only taking care of those that I can sense an ounce of motivation off of. Mm-hmm. If I've got anyone else who's calling me about this, that, and that, I wouldn't really give them a time of day unless I can sense like they're mm-hmm. actually gonna, yeah. like they're, yeah. they're, they're doing it with genuine intent. If they're not doing it with genuine intent, then I'd just say bye-bye. Yeah. So you would say having your best month gave you almost like a security blanket to get, yeah. stop dealing with the bullshit. Because yeah. before the, the bullshit, it could have been that bread and butter. Yeah. It could have been like, all he wants is a shitty office in a place that's there's lots of availability, right? Mm. I can do that. I can spend two, three hours to take you there for you to tell me actually it's out with your budget and your yeah. budget is shite and you're never going to get anywhere <laughs> else. Like, So I'm, I don't... I don't want to educate someone who isn't willing to yeah, be educated yeah, yeah. No. and they, they generally don't even need an office. Yeah. So it's a stab in the dark. The end of last month was two weeks ago to the day. Yeah. How is your new mindset treating you? How's this month going? So, Very good question. It is, it's a good question. Thank I have, you. We're, I have been, can you uh, tell we've done this four times? <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Well, I can I've tell. been a little bit particularly bored this last week. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> only Monday, mate. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I've got I've got a good few clients that I've, I know that are yeses, and it's just taking sweet time for them to. Yeah, to yeah, commercials are a different game now. Yeah, yeah. Like I this, like I, a deal can last. The deal that I'm finalising this week has taken since the start of July, and mm. the money isn't even in yet. Can you imagine if like doing like what July, like August, months, September, yeah. October, November, like four months of work. And you haven't even been paid yet. Yeah. yeah. See, that's... Now, that's imagine, imagine doing four months of work. You get paid by the tenant. Okay, now it's time for the landlord to pay. And then you've got another two, three months of waiting. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Seven months since day one and you just got paid. Do you mind me asking how much would that paycheck be? This, this current one? That one that's going to take you seven months in total. Oh, no. That was, that was a scenario where the landlord was paying... But this particular job that I'll be finalising this week is only 10, 11k on the board. Okay, okay, fine. Dirhams. Yeah, no, I was only asking because it's interesting to try and work out Mm. the differences in pay between back home and here. Because we were just talking before you started. You lose track of money and we've spoken about this before. That's why you need to use your time very valuably. Like... Although it's taken four months, how much time have I actually spent in this? Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how I much make time it, do you I make it sound long, mm. but I might put in maybe an hour, uh, two, three hours a week. Okay. Mm. Over four months? Over, over three months. Over three so, months. Do the maths. Come on, man. Four, four times three is four 12. Four times is 12. Times, times three, three is 36. 36 hours. So 36 hours for, let's say, 10K of work. 
say, 11K, right? Well, that makes it harder to work out. It's like 2,000 pounds for how many hours? 36. 36. Can you just do that? 2,000 divided by 36? It's just find a calculator up here. Here we go. <laughs> 2,000 divided by 36. This is a thrilling conversation. This is 55. So 55 <laughs> pounds an hour isn't a bad wage. I would say that's like a junior consultant, right? Fifty-five pounds. Fifty-five pounds an hour is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Right. And then let's say there's eight hours. And then divide it and divide it by two. No, no. Oh, yeah, divide it by two. Oh my god, you have to divide it again. That's the company split. So divide that by two. We're now looking at twenty-seven point seven. Twenty-seven. But to be fair, come on. It's still still not bad. Yeah, it's still not bad. And I've got other things that are good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But okay. So again, if you don't mind saying, what were you earning as a real estate agent back in the UK? So. It depended because I'd done three different roles when I was back home in the UK. The last one I'd done before I came out here was off-plan sales. And for me, I was on around about £66,000 a year before tax. Okay. What about before that when you were doing just residential? Just residential, I must have been on around about 30000 a year. Okay. And if you don't mind me asking or sharing again, we can cut it out if you don't. But mm. what would you say your average year has been? Here? Yeah. Do it in Durham's, we'll do the conversion. Oh. Uh, how much have I made in Durham's? If you be as specific as you want. You don't need I'd to say either. It's just going to make me drink more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will make me and kill myself. But it will be I'd very say, interesting to the listeners. If I'd you feel comfortable sharing. In, in a year's yeah, yeah. time, I'd say around about 700,000. Durham's. Durham's. Oh, that's yeah. tough. <laughs> yeah, if I said pounds, I'd be insane. I'd have killed Seven, myself. 700,000 Durham's. I'd have been like, why am I buying beers tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want okay. to chip in today? You're getting pizza later. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Nice. So rough, roughly about that. Yeah. Well, I think you are now. You said yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Well, <laughs> when you guys were in the residential side of things, it's safe to say that me from commercial, although um, what we're going to talk about next is potential. The reason why I stuck through commercial is because of the potential. Yeah, exactly. But every exactly. time I'd come over to you guys... Obviously, I'd hear all the fantastic Not stories. Not so much from me, but Lorenzo. Well, everyone there, like, I would come join you guys for a cigarette, whatever, and I'd, I'd hear about the stories. I'd look at the board, of course, I've got eyes. Um, and I'd think, right, is it time for me to make this move? Mm. And it got to the point where I didn't have the backing behind me to go into sales. I couldn't do three months without getting paid anymore. I did at the start, because I came from another company in Dubai, where yeah, I was getting yeah. paid, like it could have been the equivalent of £50,000 a year mm. untaxed. So I, was, I had my savings, right? But yeah. I'd spent it all figuring out... Do you wish yeah. you took that risk? Um, yes and no. Mm. I think I, I do really... I really love commercial mm. because there's so much to it. I think my problem is is focusing down on certain areas, mm. certain specialisms. Yeah. But the commercial market is more saturated than you think. Like it's actually very hard to get availability for a lot of office spaces, okay. um, mm. if food and beverage, retail units, hotels. Like the new ones, the new buildings that pop up, they're the ones that are looking for the concepts, the the the, the restaurants, the clubs, the bars. Like, they're going like this. Yeah. See, before the building's built, someone's leasing it, essentially. Mm. So, getting into that game is, like, another level. Like, that's where my old boss, um, you might remember her, um, blonde hair, very 
voluptuous women. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 I did. Well, she had a voluptuous Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was, she was so in the game, it was unreal. So she was doing good numbers based on her relationships with, with hotels and everything How else. How long has she been in the game for? At least uh, maybe 11 years now. Yeah. Wow. Okay, right. wow. That's, yeah, that's just the thing. Yeah. You can't compare ourselves to people like people who've been here for a long I time. I can't, but if, if, if commercial says that I need to be in the game 10 years before I can get in touch with whatever, like I, I need to start now. I know, yeah, of course. I know where to shoot for. Anyway, um, coming back to the quick buck, one of my motivations to get into sales was the quick buck. Yeah, of course. That's how and it's advertised thinking. as a job. Yeah. But like I imagine, like once once I've tasted tasted the, the money and I realised right, where my work is going, what money's coming in afterwards, I can I can see this as a long term game. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. definitely hundred percent. If I got a paycheck of three hundred thousand one month, I'd be like, I want that again. Yeah, exactly. So and obviously I'd I'd be like, this guy just bought a, a villa with a lovely pool and he's going to have some parties. Like I want to be part of that. <laughs> I want a relationship like that where I'm invited mm. to his barbecues and I've got, you know, anyway. So, am I going to join residential? Let's see. Well, you've been saying that since I left seven months ago, so. Yeah. At the least, <laughs> that is at the least. Anyway, potential, right? Coming up in commercial, I was seeing like, and I think this is a, a running joke for a lot of brokers is like, oh, I just found a, a building for sale. Does anyone have a buyer? And, you never get things like that. Buildings for sale, large plots for sale, this for very sale. Very occasionally, yeah, very occasionally. Find, do, do, is there ever a buyer for that sort of stuff? You'll yeah. find, you'll find yeah. a landlord with like 20 units. He mm. tells you he's got 20 units like this. Like you're, you're like, I want to be your agent. Oh, is this like when we pitched for the, it could be the, it. the, the, the IFC thing? Uh, no, you mean uh, Garhood. Okay. The Sky Tower. With, yeah, I remember. No, 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 when we went with mine. Al- oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it is. Um, Almanar. Almanar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, similar thing, right? There's a building so, available for lease. Mm. I need the whole and building leased. You can try and get it exclusive and things it. like that. I, what I loved doing was actually going up and pitching to building owners and companies and saying, like, this is why you should go with us. Mm. Like, we will give you the time. This is all the things that we can do. Like, out of the box. Yeah. And most of the time they piss around, but when I say potential, <laughs> when I say potential, I'm talking about coming across and hearing about, like, I don't know, like one in a million chances, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. I, amount of buildings I've come across that are for sale that are in good areas, and I'm like, that's like 40 million, that's 160 million. And I'm thinking, right, there's so much of this for sale, and people are buying it. Yeah. Where do I, how do I get that online with me? How do I get someone to buy it? So I'm always coming across situations like this, but it, actually executing it, I find incredibly hard because mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm still figuring out how to, how to do it. That's where experience comes into play. See, that's the difference between a broker who's been here 11 years and a broker who's been here a year and a half, two years, right? That experience comes into play. So if you've been here for over a decade and you're doing that, trial and error, you're gonna learn. Yeah. You're gonna learn the different types of clients and essentially you're gonna have more luck, right? Because we create our own luck in this game and luck is important here because in order to find the right buyers, in order to find the right properties, I mean, to get a you unit of right that catalog, stock, you need the right stock, right? Well, that's, so yeah, the difference, in, yeah, yeah, so yeah, the difference in getting that stock, right, could be you calling the seller on a bad day 
or you calling the seller on a good day. Yeah. So this is where luck comes into it as well. Did you just call him after he had a fight with his partner or did you just call him after his son's graduation? Oh, just but you know what you've yeah, mentioned exactly. there? What, what we've mentioned there is actually important because it involves a focus on an area. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you've mm-hmm. got a seller who's got this in this area. <laughs> like I've, I've got, right, I'm working on, uh, say, offices in... Uh, Marina Media City JLT, yeah. right? That's one area. Someone mm-hmm. says they've got a building for sale in Bay Square, but I've got no properties in Business Bay, which is near Bay Square. Yeah. Then how do I find the leads to buy a building when I'm the one who knows it's for sale? The only way to do it is get online. There's no other way. Unless you rely on people within the company as well, you can rely on their buyers via group chats. Or clients who have know someone, or companies who yeah. might know someone, connections within company. Right, I've phoned all those numbers, I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah. And that's where I lie. I'm like, right, they're not letting me list it. It's too big a property, it's too expensive. So, What about LinkedIn? Have you tried LinkedIn? A lot of people I've tried, I've tried it on LinkedIn. LinkedIn a few times, yeah. yeah. I've got a good LinkedIn page. I'm almost, I'm very particular with my connections. Like, I'll get connections from... Um, all sorts of real estate companies and recruiters and all this. I won't. I won't accept it because I know what that brings. It doesn't bring really what I need on my profile. Although it's good to have the numbers and the exposure, but when I go down my feed, I want to see something that's relevant to me. Yeah, see, it's, that's where I've made a mistake. It's yeah. taken me like it's taken like two, three years to mm. build a LinkedIn account with under five hundred followers, where everyone is actually relevant to my industry. And that's previous. very important. See, the error I made, I jumped on LinkedIn, right? Because I wasn't really about that LinkedIn game. And I came out here and the company asked me, do you have LinkedIn? I was like, no, I've really got to make one. Every single, I just started connecting to everyone. But the thing is, everyone. right, the, the exposure you can get off of that is crazy. And yeah. you can see it on your posts. You can see, right, although no one, maybe like 50% or 40% of the people who see it are relevant. Mm. But you'll see like... 2,000 people have seen this post mm-hmm. and maybe 30 people have liked it mm. or something like that. And for me, it could be 30 people liked it, but only 400 people saw it. But you've got more exposure on mm. it. Like, like, it's crazy. So yeah. it definitely, definitely helps, I would say. Well, yeah. exposure is more important. Exposure is definitely more exposure important. Is Someone more having is the right connections, in my opinion, is more important than exposure because if you're saying products out, like, who do you want seeing it? Do you want to have another agent who's going to potentially steal your stock seeing mm-hmm. it? Or do you want someone who's actually going to buy that stock scene? It depends what you're putting out there, though, doesn't yeah. it? No. If, I've, if I've got a good relationship with someone in, um, like, de- developers' offices mainly, mm. I don't accept other um, real estate agents from other companies who I've never met before. Like, I wouldn't mm. do that. I don't know I've you. I've connected to 100 of those. Yeah, but the argument <laughs> there they're is good, what so. if they do bring you a client? And see, to be fair, uh, Lorenzo, you've got, like, a good name, right? Your name is actually heard throughout different... Mm. Real estate companies. Even though hence, neither of us two know how to Hence why... Hence, <laughs> I don't think anyone ever does. Hence why you've more or less been headhunted, let's be honest. Yeah. 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 People have been searching for him. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I get a lot of requests. Because killed it, like, yeah. yeah. So for me, I feel like the track record helps as well. Because companies eventually hear about what you've done. And it's easy to prove what you've done when you've done it here. Because everyone sees everyone's figures, like you guys said earlier. Like here, money's no secret, right? When you're working in these companies, it's all up on the board. Everyone knows what everyone is making. So for me, it's just about that exposure. It's very, very Mm. easy to get headhunted when people know. 
As long as you keep that reputation. Yeah, yeah. And that's the reputation can fall. This is the other thing as well, the other point I wanted to make. It takes one bad move. When you have those big months, my God, is it hard to stay motivated afterwards? Like I had my biggest month a couple of months ago. Um, It was midsummer when the market usually isn't that vibrant. But uh, I had my biggest ever month and then you start to notice. Like the foot comes off the pedal a bit. And for me, this is what makes the difference between those killer brokers and brokers who need to keep that motivation up. I mean, you see the killers, right? Their foot is constantly on the gas, regardless of what figures they do every month. They're in early. They're making those phone calls every day. They're farming the data and they leave late, right? They're sort of machines in a way. These are the guys who are making the most in Dubai, unless you take into account the lucky ones, right? Who's met that one client and the client's just given him everything. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does happen, yeah. Um, But there's no longevity in that either. No, there isn't, because once you lose that client, you're back to square one again. Exactly. Regardless of yeah, how there's no longevity yeah. in luck, yeah. Like here, it's all about farming the data, and it's difficult, which is why a lot of brokers don't last in this game. They don't. Like, people come out here, like we said earlier, they think it's a quick buck, right? And then they sit down and they realise what the work is. Yeah. How much yeah. it actually entails. And people get scared and people leave. It is a very stressful job. Like, people need to understand this. When you come to Dubai to do this job, you're not on vacation. You can't be. If you are, you're going to fail. So this is what we would advise the woman when we first came out here. Don't party. Don't go out too much in your first six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Work. And that's really what it is. Yeah. Like you go through stress and depression at points here. You really do. Because where you're not on a like, basic wage, you don't know when the next payday is. You don't know what's going on. When you're at that make or break point, which like, I was in the beginning. You get to that point and the stress kicks in and you're thinking, is this worth it? You know? Yeah, I could go home and I could go home and if I go home and run out of money, the worst thing that's happened is is I move in with my dad again. Do you know what I mean? Whereas out here, if you run out of money where the fuck do you go? You just uh, jump straight back on a plane. You spend your last bit of money. If you can't ticket. even afford that, where then do you you're go? fucked. Well, Lorenzo exactly. just told me he's making sixty k before tax doing real estate in the UK. I'll see you later, guys. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's so yeah. But see, now that's yeah, just that's a thing. I'd rather be out here, right, working with zero basic and fifty commission, which is I'm more, more than that now, to be fair. Oh right. Then. <laughs> then back in the UK on a basic because the UK is just depressing mm. like, we've seen it go to hell since <clears> here. is it just I'm glad you said that I think in episode one like you have obviously done he's on his next glass of one and Dan's getting <laughs> smashed I love no, it no, I'm just chilling <laughs> talk to me when I've finished half of it mixing it like, come on what happened to the real Dan yeah what, what, why is it all the ready now you'll be alright Right, so um, we talked about potential, big earnings, we had a recap, you told us your story. We want to talk about the secrets to success. Mm. Now, we've already gone through a little bit into relationships and longevity yeah. of things, but... Okay, I'll what, ask a direct what, question. All right, okay, go I'll ask a direct question. You managed to do a deal within your first two weeks, full yeah. commission, and you yeah. did three deals that first month? Yeah. Record-breaking. Yeah. How'd you do it? So for me, like I said, when you make or break, you unleash a different monster, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just volume. So I never, I didn't put that phone down. Like I didn't go to the toilet. I didn't have lunch. I was constantly working. So nine times out of ten, when you're on the phone here, right, you don't get the answer you want, mm-hmm. right? You don't get a property on for the right price that you want. It's yeah, we did a very good role play. You can listen to it last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a watch. I'm honestly just not looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> It's that 10th phone call though, right? It's the one that you need. Like some days you can be on the phone from 9 to 6 to 7 to 8 and you get nothing. Absolutely nothing, right? 
And then some days you come in and everything starts fitting together magically, right? Everything's working out. You've got people who want to sell at the right price. You've got buyers who you can actually help. Um, for me, most importantly, it's about getting the listing on. Because you have two different types of agents here. You have buyer's agents and you have seller's agents, right? Or listing agents, sorry. I'm Buying I'm, agents recently becoming a thing though, right? I'd say that's a newer thing. I'd say definitely the past sort of uh, six months to a year. When, yeah. I, when I think we first came out, I very rarely saw a buying agent. They come around no, once in a blue moon. They tend to be people really? who have a lot of properties. Okay. Who would say, if, well, on a reasonably exclusive basis. Like, they're not talking to every agent under the sun. Yeah. But they'll give you property and they'll tell you about what they've got. And then they'll say, yeah, I'll accept 1%. I'll pay you 1% as a landlord. Yeah, no, so what I'm saying about buying and sellers agents is this. So you have agents who specifically work on buyer's requests, right? Yeah. What they'll do, the agent they're will suckers, take on the They're headache. not consultants. Huh? I would say that they're suckers and they're not consultants. Yeah. No, but they're, they, 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 there's, money there's, there's money to be made. There's money to be made. If they do everything that the seller wants, mm. then the seller might have a price that's unreasonable. And you'll put it online and it's dead stock. No, exactly. no, 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 that's not what we're saying. So, so what we're saying a buyer's is, uh, yeah. agent is someone I'm that... I'm going to shut up, sorry. A buyer's agent is someone that will... So you're looking for... A buyer's a agent... All right, okay, okay. Yeah, so you get a lot of people contacting <laughs> you from properties. Yeah, and <laughs> they hit him harder than I thought. Jesus so Christ. So with a buyer's agent, what they'll do is they'll have the buyer, right? And the buyer will say to them, Lorenzo, I want this. I want this, 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 and this, and this. But I yeah. haven't got time and I don't want the headache of hunting for this listing Go myself. find me something. Find me it, right? However you find it, that's your problem. So you have one of two options. You either hunt on the property finder Bayou, right, for other agents who work with other agents, and you try which to find that stock, hard which is hard anyway. No one wants to share. Before? Have I? Have I like hunted for stock? Have you before? done agent to agent before? Yeah, yeah. Have you done it before? It's, First month. I would say it's harder in leasing than it is for sales mm, because. Mm, mm. In oh, sales, sure. you're splitting a bigger commission. Yeah, in leasing, yeah. you're splitting a teeny tiny commission. I would say it's next to impossible. If you're dealing with like multi-million pound mansions and stuff like that, fair enough, you split the commission. But I find... With apartments, yeah. it's near impossible. Yeah. Almost no agent in the marina for leasing wants to split their commission. No, no. Because no, it, it takes them out of the, the, it. It takes them out the office. Like I said, time being paid by the hour. And what are the Well, office? imagine you split your commission with a company... You've then got to split that with another agent as well. You're getting quarter commission rather than half exactly. commission. Okay, so back to the main topic of how it was done in it's two happens. weeks. Yes, sorry. We do this go yeah, you guys, guys, I'll right. keep us on track. Don't worry. So uh, the way it was done is purely stock. <laughs> so get as much stock online as you can. That's good quality. Like, you don't want shit stock, right? You don't want dead stock. You don't want things that's going to sit there for months and not sell, yeah. right? You want the good stuff. You want things that are priced correctly in high turnover areas, right? Okay, and tell me, how areas. do you go about finding that? Numbers. Call through as much people as you can. The more time you spend no, on the phone. But uh, you said you want good quality stock in high yeah. turnover yeah. areas. So the first way I find that, I'll go on to like, things like Property Monitor, right? Or Data Finder. And then you see the transaction levels per building. Now, if you're seeing a building that isn't turning over much uh, sales, what is the point of absolutely hammering that building? There isn't much, okay. right? There isn't much. However, if you're looking at high turnover buildings, you understand that people are actually interested in that. People are drawn to that building, right? Because it's got some quality to it. So what I would then do, I would check what's on the market, right? And then correspond it with my data that I've got. And then I will hunt for units that I know aren't exclusive that I can get listed as well, which I will list better. So you take better quality photos. Yep. You do better descriptions. Yep. Okay, because that way you're going to get more people reaching out to you. Mm -hmm. And you want to get those listings on premium as well. So depending on how many premiums your company allows you, 
the good stuff that you want to make premium. Yeah, that's yeah. key. Pre- premium for the audience is a feature that you can use mm-hmm. on the portals that puts it up to the top, mm-hmm. um, puts it up higher than someone. If, if it's a it's a premium. Yeah, you so there's a certain level of advertisement. You, you have standard feature features premium. premium. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. you do, you don't want to be on the second or third page of that listing. Yeah, because you so want to signature be puts you to the top of the listings. Yeah. Featured puts you somewhere in the middle, and then a standard listing is just you're on there. You'll be on page exactly, three or four exactly. Or and Property Finders obviously released their new super agent as well. Depending on how fast you answer inquiries, what the level of stock so online is. There's something else. There's super agent and there's community expert community right? expert and yeah. one of them you pay for community expert and one of them for. you earn yeah so okay. you earn super agent and you pay for community expert right, depending gotcha. on what so any Tom, Dick and Harry can be no because you have to have made a certain amount of sales and uh, you have to have a rep gotcha. somewhere okay. to get okay. in leasing no no in sales there's requirements for it gotcha so not any Tom, Dick and Harry okay can that's, good. that's yeah. good alright um, just touching on that as well you said oh. your trick is you would Find the building based on property over. monitor and high mm-hmm. turnover. Mm-hmm. You then go on to Property Finder, one of the property portals out here. You look at where the listings are. Yeah. You look for the ones that aren't exclusive. You then mm-hmm. take that and then you make a better advert. Yeah. How easy is it to make a better advert so than easy. nine out of ten of the so agents easy. out here? So so easy. Nobody so easy. seems Dubai, to have a clue. Dubai, like, Dubai, shit we, we they can't work. We went through this you know what my pet peeve is? It's ridiculous. My pet peeve is this, right? When people take horizontal oh, or vertical photos. Why? Why do, why do the portals allow it? I don't know. Jesus. I think it should. It really does determine because Dubai Do you know what? I love that they allow it. I love that they allow yeah, it because too. it makes it easier for us, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, so easy. All you need <laughs> is this, right? You need an iPhone with that third camera, the wide, wide angle lens. Yeah. Zoom out. 0.5. Zoom out. 0.5. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've got half a brain cell, you can figure out exactly. Which you should be Tuck yourself into a corner, corner, duck right down, get rid of the lens flare. Boom! You're better than ninety percent of the fucking. And the description, the description is well. ludicrous. Yeah. It is Honestly. ludicrous. And better yet, edit those photos. Edit those photos. Use the software that's on your iPhone. That literally, all you need to do, even. Whack the brightness up sometimes. Put that's it to as vivid. Easy Put as the it vivid can filter be. on it, guys. <laughs> Honestly, the vivid filter it's will make you money. Crazy how shit this, the adverts are. Here. If yeah. you're listening and you're not in Dubai, Google propertyfinder.ae or bayou.ae, one of those two portals. Put in Dubai Marina because that, that's, that's, that's where you get the, where the shittest ones. Yeah, yeah that's where you get the price low to high. I just oh have a look at how yeah. bad those are. They, they show you the kitchen it's like the fridge doors open. And like, no, no. I tell you what I love is when there's a bathroom shot and you've got some fella in the mirror trying to make it look like he's not in the mirror but quite clear. And then the flash is going off so there's oh, lens God, flare yeah. all over <laughs> the camera. Worst one I've seen was someone take a photo, right, in a bathroom. And I crap you not, man. The... Fucking camera was centered on a dirty toothbrush. Oh like, god! So they were trying to take a low angle picture of the sink oh, right, to get everything dying, in it, man. and you could just see this manky toothbrush in the middle of the photo. Like, how do you look at that, right, and think that's okay to? No, exactly. Right? It's like, like things like having the toilet seat up. I've been guilty of that a few times because there's some toilet seats I will not touch, man. You just the, kick it down oh, with your foot. It's not even worth that touching my shoe. Uh, it's that bad. Oh, it's so you can't this, be putting a no, I, I thought you said word, you weren't working with shit stock anymore. No, this <laughs> is when I first came over. This is when I first came over. This is when I first came over. And I was doing leasing, man. Some of that leasing stock, my God. 
It is awful. The descriptions as well. It's like, I get it. Autocorrect people, it fucking exists. I get it. We're in a... Real makes Villa for sale. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Just the most ridiculous things. Available, but it starts with an E rather than an A, like available. Oh. I just, I, I know it. I know it. it's so multicultural out here. English isn't a lot of first people's but language. There's... But there's an option where you can flick property money, you can flick value into Arabic, which is the la- the local spoken language. Exactly. And that's still right. And they've got spelling check. It's just spelling so, check. Let's, let's go back, secrets to success. I've heard you say... Target high turnover buildings that sell a lot. Yeah. Um, be in office. Don't take your foot off the gas mm-hmm. because that's some the people, main one. Some people slack once they've made a bit of money because yeah. they're comfortable. I've been guilty of that. Um, I've been guilty of that. Produce good quality adverts. Yeah. Good produce quality. good quality adverts. And the good other stock, thing, good stock gets good. What leads. information you give it this, makes you sound different. Just backtracking that yeah. on one second. I think you said something about in the office, no foot off the gas. You now work from home. Yeah, I work from home. How now. are you keeping your foot on the gas working from home? So working from home can be a bit more difficult, right? Because, because we don't... all came from yeah. the same company, which had yeah. two hundred odd brokers, right? Right. Well, he lives with his bug now, so I imagine she cuts about a time cooking your meals and <laughs> she works as well. <laughs> she works, she works. When I'm at home, you're not editing that out. That's no. staying in. That's staying right that in. Without Italian this weekend, I'm oh Italian. My. As you came my dinner tonight, <laughs> it's lovely. You're ordering pizza, mate. I can manage. <laughs> so, I need to bulk up. So I went home and I looked in the cupboards and I was like, but there's nothing here. <laughs> I was like, I really need to put on a bit of pound, man. You gotta just eat dirty. You gotta eat dirty. Like, this is the best way to gain weight, right? Dirty eat just dirty. makes you feel like shit. So. It doesn't matter, you gain weight. If you want to gain weight, just eat dirty. Anyway. Eat Mackey's, eat KFC, just eat shit. You got to do it, don't you? Download the McDonald's app. Oh, I love that fucking meal. And chicken nuggets, chips, and a drink. Try the wings as well, guys. Come on, McDonald's wings. Have you ever had that? No, I haven't. Fire off. It's good. It's good. McWings, man. Five dirhams add on. on You're not doing adverts, yeah? (laughs) McDonald's, I want a lifetime subscription. (laughs) They're actually sponsors now. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Thank you, Lorenzo. Yeah. Listen, they're sponsoring me, guys. (laughs) I'm getting that free food in. Well, you're not part of the team if they're sponsoring you. Right, okay, anyway. There's the editing. <laughs> Let me explain. No, I don't. <laughs> There's the editing cut. Right, Lorenzo, so yeah. you now work from home. Yeah. How do you keep motivated? So for me, uh, obviously, I haven't got the office to keep me motivated anymore. So you don't have the fire from other people calling out. So it's purely based off your own will. Now, this goes one of two ways, guys. I'm on more commission now, right? A lot more commission than the 50-50 split. Mm -hmm. Um, I pay for my own listings, okay? This means, this encourages me to not put dead stock on. So this encourages me to put stock on that's actually gonna sell. So every bit of stock that I get online, I'm confident that I can sell it, right? But it is hard. When you wake up in the morning, you've got no routine. If you have no routine, it's very fucking difficult. Right now, I've only just started working from home, right? So I've been setting up my targets for exactly what I wanna do. Now, today, I've taken on three bits of stock online, so I'm happy with today, right? It's about going to sleep early as well, man, because... Oh, mate, I'm uh, half past eight in bed, half past nine asleep. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I've got insomnia, for sure. I can't sleep. (laughs) I can't... I get my best sleep when that alarm goes off in the morning and I want to get up. Okay. Okay. Just thinking about them deals. (laughs) Just can't sleep. It's just one of those ones. I've just never been able to sleep. Okay. Okay. Um, But yeah, if you say motivating, you've got your own personal... Like will to carry on, then you're gonna do really well. Yeah, right? because if you're not in the office for nine o'clock, 
what gets you out of bed in the morning, right? Exactly. It's um, more and more of a responsibility. Where it's we, a huge where responsibility. We start, yeah. right, if I was paying for my own listings, fuck, I'd be picky. Oh, 100%. And I'll tell you, I don't, I don't put on that many listings anymore anyway because I'm only looking for the good stuff. Like, I get calls, uh, GLT this, GLT that. I'm just like, oh, I could go there, but if it was a decent tower, I would do it. Like, yeah. I don't touch it. I don't work on shit. It's so a high, me, it's a high turnover shit. building, but... You'd have these, to do 10 deals in there to make it. There'll be landlords yeah. who are sending it to every agent under the I sun. hate those broadcast and, messages. I fucking hate oh, those. Oh, you're right. I fucking they send you the photos and all their Do you know what I mean? And every message, prick yeah. under the sun yeah. here has got it. I, yeah. don't, I don't get that personally. I get it from... The agents in my company. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Like, oh, they think yeah, they're doing yeah, you a favour, yeah, the yeah, pricks. Yeah, 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 Cause they don't yeah. want to deal with that shit. I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Oh, I, I hate you, pricks. I didn't look into it and I was like, this guy's not budging. It's like I can't <laughs> educate this guy. I've done it once. I've done it once. It was in Arjan. The stock was in Arjan and I live in Arjan, so I thought fuck it. Like it's literally a five minute walk from my house. Yeah. I can probably do this. I went there, met the guy, I thought fuck this. I'm not working with him. There's no way. Like, it's I, not uh, worth it. Yeah, I had one in Marina Keys East, I think, something like yeah. that. Still good Marina, town, Corning through, corning through, no balcony. He wanted 20k over what they're listed on Property Finder. I rang him, he didn't answer. I sent him a WhatsApp saying, I'm trying to reach you, blah, blah, blah. Got that copy and paste message, all of the photos, oh, his passport, scummy. his title deed, and he said, this is the property, big description about the property, blah, 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 please bring your clients in caps, no listing, no advertising. I went on Property Finder, six different agents with the photos that he'd sent through with the big bold cap saying no listing, no advertising. Yeah. yeah. See, you, this... know what, you know what's crazy about Dubai, right? Yeah. And this is not, I'm trying not to get into a negative scenario here. Because right? this episode is called Positivity. But I'm going to do it anyway. Or Productivity. What are we calling this? Well, we were on The Secrets to Success. But what's the episode called? Positivity. We haven't found it. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. Special guest. Special, <laughs> guest. special I'll take that. And special now guest. introducing dot dot dot. That's yeah. the episode. That's, that's ah, a good title. Yeah, that's, that's a good title. title. That's a good yeah. title. The other guy. The other guy. <laughs> the third wheel. In for the bushes. <laughs> Lorenzo's something or other. Third musketeer. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> Fucking making my debut, mate. <laughs> Scoring a hat trick. But, like, in the UK, right? Mm. When you go into a building. Yeah. You don't expect to give, you know, someone who's sitting on the ground floor your passport. Yeah. You don't give anyone your passport. You don't give them shit. There's no security, yeah. Over here, when you want to list something online, fair, fair dues, like you need to go through a certain protocol that says that your listing and your property can be put yeah. online because it needs to be verified yeah. to a legal extent yeah. before it can be sold. Yeah. Yeah. But... What is it with like everything that require like everywhere you go, everything you do, you need to have a document that says yeah. all your personal information on. Yeah. Even phone contracts. Yeah. Even Wi Fi. Yeah. Like I can't sign a Wi Fi contract without giving my passport. Yeah. yeah. I can't sign uh I can't even cancel my phone bill. Without your idea. Without yeah. going yeah. to the office, giving them this, giving them that, an yeah. NOC from my boss because he was the one that's paying for it in a previous company. Why do I need to do this? Yeah. I've got my boss, his assistant, and me mm. sitting at an office 
so that I can cancel my phone bill. Yeah, see that just leads on to the security of the buyer as well. I don't, do you guys remember when we got our MSID for the first time, the biometrics we done? They took every single fingerprint yeah, out, yeah, they took yeah, our palm yeah, prints, yeah. they took photos of us from every angle. It just goes to show that safety here is paramount. Right? That's, that's a, on a global scale, right? Mm. If you can say like the biggest health insurance companies in the world can be hacked and all these details can be taken, right? Mm. What's to say that can't happen to Dubai? It can. Where somebody's oh, got your fingerprints, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, that's, now it's not just here, right? Now, yeah. oh, I don't know how much I should speak. I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> On a certain extent where it's global. I can't talk about this as too much, actually. We'll edit it out, but go on. Right, okay. If Dubai is hacked mm. somewhere, right? Mm. Then, obviously, like, I've not just got your passport number and all that bullshit. Be your fucking fingerprints. Yeah. Be mm. your retina scans. Yeah. Mm. Well, retina scans. Facial recognition, man. Yeah, no facial it's recognition. Literally, it's literally yeah, Jason yeah. Bourne in real life. Yeah. But, but do you not think all countries are going this way yeah. anyway? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. China, maybe also. not Scotland, but London China. is one of the most heavily CCTV the places UK, in the world. The UK is the most CCTV place in the world. Yeah, it is. London as a city is the yeah. most CCTV city. It in the just world. so happens Dubai is more technologically advanced that it's now not CCTV, it's fingerprints. It's now not CCTV. Yeah, how often do you honestly, I don't see that many CCTV cameras in Dubai. I don't. Like, there are... Unless you're in a building. Yeah, if you're in a building, then yeah, you see them. But But the the streets aren't littered with CCTV. Some of the new buildings are crazy, man. Yeah, but not outside. Outside where? Just on the street. You don't see If you walk around the marina... See I you, would say um, it, the marina, yeah. which is one of the most densely populated places in Dubai. I would say if you don't go into a building or a coffee shop or something, or it. on the bit, you won't see a. Kind you of see, see if you look at, you can actually YouTube this. Um, the RTA road system, um, okay. where they drive yeah, around yeah, yeah, now, yeah, the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just that; they actually have cameras on um, lamp posts. They have cameras on yeah, yeah, crossings everywhere. everywhere, and they're not just your, you know fail clip on Instagram that shows a blurry guy moving and falling over. It's like high definition, like zoom in hard. Do you know what but I'm you'd, saying? you'd want that though. I mean, for me, you're it just adds it. to the uh, safety as well. It, it does, but I think your point is until it gets hacked, right? Well, not well, necessarily, right? Who cares? I, no, I'm, I'm, if you've got no, I'm a big believer of this. Who I, gives a fuck? My life who cares? is interesting. Yeah, you don't, you don't, like, if you don't have fun. anything to worry about, you don't have anything to worry about. Right? Yeah, like you and find if anything, nothing. If you're not going to do anything wrong, then you have nothing to worry about. Yep. Because if you kill a guy and it's on camera, well, fuck, you're going to get seen for it. But so. I know people who will... Who are more fucking obeying by the rules than I am. Do you know what I mean? Like, That's fucking you know. difficult. <laughs> no, I'll bend the rules here and there. Uh, I don't really care. Uh, I'm wearing shorts. Let me shorts. tell you something about bending. Those shorts are bending the rules more than anything. They're fucking horrific, mate. Anyway, oh. my point is, I don't particularly give a shit. Mm. Right about whether my phone messages are recorded or whether yeah, I don't care all my things are moved. But there are some people that are even more giddy two shoes than me that will be like, "That's an invasion of privacy." Oh, well, I, all I'm saying, I don't like the way the, the, the brunt of my point is more or less that what people can do in the UK with your passport details is enough. Yeah. Right, right. I don't know how they do it or what well, identity they do. theft. Identity that, theft, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a serious and issue. And the UAE. It, it, Although they're secure when it comes to physical safety, yeah. when it comes to data hacking and um, 
you have to think how many criminals are there out here that will actually do that because the repercussions of getting caught here are so much more severe than they would be back home yeah but you say that fundamentally as agents we're given a database with a landlord's unit address a landlord's phone number a landlord's email address the price that they paid it for all of these details and how many texts or calls maybe not so much recently but three months ago I was getting a call a day or a WhatsApp message a day with a letter from Dubai Central Bank mm. saying your bank details need to be verified. Uh, Please call this mobile number, not, yeah. not landline number, yeah. mobile number to confirm your I've, bank details. I've had calls from Dubai police before, yeah. but what I'm, and it was scary. Like at the first I was like, I'm going to entertain this guy. And he's like, you just give me your Emirates ID and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. But, but the, the police would fucking have your Emirates ID. That's the thing though. It's yeah. so easy. But what, it's he, also- asked, he asked for my, my bank and I was like, why would I tell you that? And he goes, it's, you just need to tell me it. It's part of the process. Yeah, and then you know it's bullshit. You know, what, you know what he should have said? You know what he should have said? It's a security question. Yeah, and then you'd have probably believed it, right? The easiest uh, thing is every no. time I get someone ringing me up saying they're from the police or they're from the bank, I say, oh, just as it happens, I'm just driving past the police station. I'm going to pull in now and then I'll deal with you guys in person. Phone is down. I call them back. Block number. Yeah. Exactly. If it's so, from so the right. bank, I'm just passing Emirates MBD as we talk. I'm just going to pop in and talk to the cashier there. Is that okay? Hands up. I try and call them back. Blocked. Yeah. That shits them up. Always this. All right, we'll have to do some mad editing here. But if you're in Dubai, if you get a call from the police or the bank, just say you'll deal with it in person. Because yeah. Nine times out office. of ten. It's Go a scam. To and that's because numbers are recycled out here, which I didn't realise. Um, yeah. Can I just say, um, before, because we're going on a big, big tangent, <laughs> um, there's something I wanted to say about, yeah, so in terms of giving information away, right? Mm. It all boils down to even the simplest things, right? A phone, bill's one, a phone bill is one thing. Yeah. But see, when you go to a bar, I've been rejected from a pub before because I did not give them my mobile number. Interesting. Really? Yeah. It was the goose and... Goose five, side, right? the I said... I've I, walked in there many times, but yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've yeah, seen no, them asking they, for people's they numbers. They ask it, I said, yeah. I don't want to give you it. And they're like... <laughs> Well, I, I, you need to care about it before I let you in. I said, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want your text. I don't want this. And my girlfriend's like, damn. I was like, one sec, honey. <laughs> I don't want to give you my full number, yeah? I'm going to be here the whole night. I'm going to buy drinks, blah, blah, blah. Just let me in, okay? Like, no. But this is an interesting thing. In Dubai, it depends on who you get, right? It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. I have... Told Goose Island that I'm not giving. I should have just walked straight in nine times out, and they've never questioned it. It depends who you get on the day, and that's wrapping it back into real estate. It depends on the mood that the landlord is in when yeah. you initially come yeah. in. Yeah, it, it all boys down to hit that. and miss. Yeah, it's hit and miss. This is where the luck comes in. Right, we're gonna have to like start summing up. Does this happen a lot? He just fucks off for a piss every 20 minutes. It actually, no, it's the first time he's actually been for a piss since I've been here. Maybe it's the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next topic, what are we going to talk about? Well, I've, I've mentioned that topic a hundred times um, since I've been doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh fucking hates me for it. Which is what? Discipline. Discipline's fucking important. It's the most important aspect Thank of you. being a broker. This is why For it's sure. important to have a third person involved. For because sure. he says discipline. If, if, if I want to go and do something, then I probably should go and do something. But 
discipline is telling yourself what you want and need, right? Yeah. Discipline is knowing what you have to do and fucking doing it. Exactly. Discipline is doing something that you don't enjoy doing, doing something that has to be done. In order to achieve a goal. In order to achieve a goal, yeah. You have to do the things in order. This is all data farming, right? This job is purely data farming. How good you are at farming. Keep your foot in the gas. That's it. Discipline, foot in the gas. Like, I've had times where (laughs) I've been lacking discipline because I've made a lot of money in a single month, right? And it's so fucking easy to wake up the next day and be comfortable and think, do you know what? I can have a week of relaxation now. But you shouldn't fucking be like that because you'll suffer for it in a few months. Like you won't have the stock that you need to sell. And it's, months after that, you will struggle. It's very well enjoying a comfortable atmosphere yeah. once you've made well, the big deal. Enjoy it in your own time. Yeah. But when you're at work, you, you need to be working. <laughs> like don't yeah. be like sitting back in the chair. See, you this know? is where the difficulty comes in when you're working from home, right? Because it's so fucking easy to be distracted. So you're working from home. The way I've got my setup, I've got my desk. I've got my monitor, I've got my PlayStation 5, and that's a fucking risk. You've got your okay. wee cat as well. I've got, I've got two fucking cats. Two cats. It's just me two and my cats. two cats. I've got two cats. I'm getting rid of one of them, though. If anyone wants to adopt a cat, Lily, she's free. Right? <laughs> fucking pain in my she's ass, She's clearly mate. loved. She, she's <laughs> loved. She's adored, mate. Uh, what was your first cat called? Nyla. Nyla. Okay, it. fucking right. scuff off this topic. Keep I sound like a wet white right now. But discipline's important. Discipline's one of the most important Yeah, no, I it's... don't ever deny that discipline is important. I didn't say you did, but you believe what? in a different way. I... Like, tell, me, tell me about this, because I want to see your version of it. Well, if you'd have listened to our past podcast, you'd already oh, know. Oh, fucking hell, guys. I thought it was one. I think I'm related to this. Look, right, so... Dan, mm. okay, well, I can't believe we're going to mention his name again. Dan came into a podcast after having listened to a Josh Fegan motivational talk. He oh, was okay. like, his but first I thing. I knew about this in the previous tense, but I was just because. And this like, is my issue with all mind. podcasts about Dubai. Is they say, yeah, man, you need to be disciplined. You need to be getting up at 4 a.m. and going to the that. gym. You do not exactly. need to be doing that. Exactly. I do not need to be doing that. I didn't say that either. No, you, yeah. You basically did. I didn't. You're, it's literally right. documented. And now you're going to tell me to spend 10 minutes in this where you just said you No, you're going to... That edits the video, so that, we're that, never going to see it. And I don't know how to edit in an audio. I do, and it's going to take an hour. But no, you exactly. said your takeaway from Josh Vegan is that you need to be disciplined by going to the gym. My argument is that... I don't get any enjoyment from going to the gym. And I need to be I disciplined say, I didn't in the gym, sense I said health. But this oh, is the thing. We're not okay, going into this again. I'd rather one be thing, happy than die with a six pack. Yeah. yeah this, just one, one thing. Just one thing I'll say about this, right? <laughs> Regards to the gym. Now, the reason the gym can be fucking Healthy. important health. is can one, be. mental health, and two, physical conditioning, and three, doing things you don't want to fucking do because you know it's going to have a positive impact on your life. This is where it balances. That is bal- bal- that's interesting. Guys, come on. Answer yourselves this year. Who the fuck enjoys cold calling every single day? <laughs> no one fucking enjoys, enjoys it. enjoys running 20 but minutes on the treadmill? No one. no one. Who the fuck does the cold calls the best, right? Fuckers who wake up early in the morning and go to the gym. No. Why? Why? Bullshit. Because they have discipline. No way. Because when you get to the hardest part of the day. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I disagree. I want to say wake up at 4.30 and go to the gym. Fuck that. 4.30, I'm snoozing, mate. Right, yeah. I would say going to the gym is important. I'm not saying wake up at four thirty and do it, but it's about doing things you don't want to do because no, you know it has a positive no, impact on no, your life. No, 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 I disagree entirely. I no, think if you cover the hardest part of your day at the start, everything or else even seems at the easy. End. Everything else seems easy. But that's fucking nonsense, right? Try it. 
No, I don't want to try it. I have tried it before, and I dislike it thoroughly. My point is, Man, I'll put cold money calling. And you've never been in a gym in Dubai. I'll I've been into many gyms in Dubai, at least two on two different occasions. My point is, I hate cold calling, right? Yeah, everyone does. I hate going to the gym. Do you call for? Yeah, I'm used to it. I'm not in that industry anymore. But... I hate cold calling. I hate going to the gym. If I wake up in the morning, I think, hey, what am I going to do today? I'm going to wake up and go to the gym. Oh, that's a bit miserable. I don't really want to do that. I'm then going to go and do some cold calling. Oh, I don't really want to do that. My day is going to be full of gym that I don't want to do and cold calling that I don't want to do. Okay, that's fine. Right, what am I going to do today? I'm going to go into the office. I'm going to work until six o'clock. I'm going to smash out the cold calls. And then, do you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a pint. Yeah, okay. Motivation. Okay. That is what motivates me. I'm not saying I'm an alcoholic. I know it sounds like it. I know this is somehow the second episode we're doing where I've spoken about being an alcoholic. I'm not, I promise. But I think you should be disciplined in the sense that this job is shit and this job is really hard. Why do you want your free time to be miserable doing things you don't want to do? Okay, yeah, it goes into aspects of I would much rather reward myself for having a shit day at work and enjoy that and that be my motivation, that be my kick up the ass. I'm going to go out for a nice dinner tonight because I've got three listings on mine. Can I be honest with one thing that you're lacking, right? From what I've seen and heard here is the motivation, right? Your vision for motivation is lacking. Like, that pint at the end of your day should not be your motivation. What should be your motivation, right, is thinking in four or five months' time, I want something luxurious for myself, and I want to be able to comfortably afford it. What I want is I want a healthy amount stacked up in my bank account, right? For me, that's motivation. Fuck a pint at the end of the day. (laughs) What's the the point of living if you're not going to enjoy your day? This is capitalism gone wrong, guys. You can have your balance, yeah? Yeah. And you can reward your things, right? I've just done 20 cold calls. I'm going to go and smoke. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. back and do 20 cold blah, blah, blah. At the end of this day, I'm going to have a pint. But it's not going to be humble if I've not achieved my goal. I know. Yeah, no, that's I know when I've done the sale at the end of the month and I've, I'm working towards, like Lorenzo says, say my, my five-year goal, that I'm one step closer, that pint is going to taste just a little bit more sweet. <coughs> No, I completely agree. I'm not saying if you do 10 cold calls every day and then decide to go to a pub, you're doing it wrong. I'm saying if you do 100 cold calls, whether there's a successful one or there's not, 100 cold calls a day is relatively good in comparison to what we've been taught to do. So then you can go and do a pint. And if you continue, you need your motivation. But if you do 100 cold calls a day and get absolutely nothing from it, that's demoralising. Yeah. If I was then to go to a gym or if started the day at the gym, I would have fucking killed myself two <laughs> years ago. I genuinely would have. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know it's very funny, but I cannot stand going yeah. to the gym. Okay, I might have an extra hour of energy in the morning before crashing at 11 o'clock and then not doing anything anyway. I'm not saying go in, slack about and then go for a pint. I'm saying you get that list in, Right, you've got a list. You go to bed at nine o'clock. Pump. You have nothing to worry about. Right, <laughs> yeah. You said eight. But I'm saying there's discipline in different ways. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. If I, I think, was to yeah, get up yeah. and go to the gym every morning, okay, I would probably get into a routine every after a month or after two months or something. 
I tell you what, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I wouldn't be coming out for drinks with you guys. You I would mind. be dead within three months. I'm not even joking. Mm. I cannot stand it. And when work what? is miserable and your private life is miserable, what the f- sorry, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing out? Right. Think about this. Think about this. It's scientifically proven that if you do exercise, you release endorphins. That's right? true. It's Which true. is a happiness chemical. In That's your body. bullshit, though. If you eat chocolate, you reduce endorphins. Uh, you induce endorphins. Again, true. If you have sex. If you have sex. If you fall in love, you induce endorphins. It's nonsense. I get it. There's science behind it. But actually, there is no science behind it because the human body is too but complex when, and we don't know enough. But when you're, you're progressing in, say, your goals, right? If you did exercise every morning, you'd feel yourself progress in your physical health. Yeah. And if you're not progressing at work, but you're progressing in something else, you still don't feel as bad because you're not doing as good at work. Right, I know this is a terrible example, but Zac Efron did a documentary maybe a year, two years, three years ago. It was about that Baywatch that the film that he done. I don't know, but it was something like he got so shredded for a film. Yeah, for Baywatch, yeah. And then he did a documentary where he just travelled the world and had a good time. And there is a scene where he eats pasta... And he's like, this is the first time I've eaten pasta in like five or six years. And he cries. Because he's like, what am I doing? Yeah. This is yeah. Zac Efron. Richer than we'll ever be. Fitter than we'll ever be. And, and smaller ways than we'll ever have. And he cried when he, when he ate pasta. Mm. I'm not giving up pasta for fucking anyone. Yeah, no, fuck that. I would rather go bankrupt and have some pasta in my cupboard. I don't even like pasta. But that's but when my he, point is you've got he, to enjoy nice little he, things. And yeah, that's this is where discipline comes in. Right? Now we're talking about Hollywood and its culture. No, that's nothing to do with it. it that is. is the fact that this man has built his life, his entire reputation on being shredded and going to the gym. And he broke down when he had a guilty pleasure. What sort of a life is that? A very fucking rich one where he can afford to do whatever the fuck no, he wants. A, whenever that's he a wants. simple, this simple, right? Okay, guys. Uh, what is what, not, okay, let me ask you guys a question, right? I've never been this guy. So. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Why are you here? What's the purpose? Okay. What's genuinely, the purpose? I can, we can, we can finish on this. We yeah. Okay. Let's finish on this yeah. at the end. And I think this will sum up our different mentality. Right, you can start. Yeah. I'm genuinely, genuinely, genuinely here for life experiences. I came over here for money. I've come here. I've had good months, I've made a bit of money, I've had bad months, I've been skinned. I now know for a fact I'm here for life experiences. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's being as a broke. result of being, a bro- of being broke, or maybe it's a result of having a taste of the corporate, working for a big company, being part of the machine. But I genuinely am here for the life experiences now. Mm-hmm. I would rather be able to survive out here and have a good time than spend the next three years earning as much money as I can and then fucking up. I'm more here for the experiences now than I am for the money. But that has changed, granted, in the past 16 months, 18 months or so, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Genuinely, that's Life the Life experiences is a good one. Um, I would say that when I came over here, my, the reason why I came over here was because I got the job. And that job meant opportunity. The reason why I changed and the reason why I'm still here is because I see the potential in Dubai for me to make money, like a lot of money, and use that for the rest of my life. Yeah. That in its simplest form is what it is. See, that baffles me because... Although, I'd, I'd, obviously, I want to have a good time along the way, 
But my main goal here in Dubai is to use the system at play so that I can have a good life later on. I'm not going to be here forever. That's but my goal. What about the now? Like, so I, I might be here forever. I might be based here forever. But, but I want to use the money that I earn here to make something of myself. But what about the now? Why have a miserable time now? Who says I'm having a miserable time? You, many times in the past few <laughs> episodes. <laughs> No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. I mean, I do and I don't. Like, I have no, my left no, no, hands and I have my back. There's up and downs. But I would say I'm earning less out here than I would be if I went back to the UK. At the minute, but, the, all, but I'm still here, not because... Listen, if I, right, maybe because of the potential of earning more, yeah. but also because it's just a better time. It's just yeah. life experiences. Like, right. I love my friends back in the UK. But what life experiences do you have if you're broke? Except with the friends that you make along but you the way. Can, but that's the thing, the friends that you make right. I would never be friends with you if I hadn't moved out to Dubai. I'd yeah. never be friends with you, and you only live 20 fucking minutes away, yeah. if we hadn't have moved out yeah. to Dubai. Again, my best friends that are still in the UK are the best people in the world. But Cheers, I've mate. spent the past two... No, you guys you are... You shut all over us. <laughs> Very good. No, you guys are... But in I the past well. two years... Yes. I've got a few guys back home. The past two years, I asked them, what's happening? What are you doing with your life? It's the same every day. Yeah. It's the same every day. And whether we're jumping from job to job, whether we're having a good month in commission, whether we're so broke, all we can afford to do is walk up and down the beach, we have more interesting lives than most of the people our age that don't Well, that's home. what you think, man. No, but it's... What do you mean? That's fact. It is. It is. It is. That's fact. It's interesting for them when you go home and talk about it. Yeah. It's interesting for but us. But the though. point is, you when just you said... When you talk to me about your life, I don't find it as interesting as someone because else. Because you're out here, but you yeah. just said you don't know whether your goal is to be out here for the rest of your life or whether this is just your base. You're going to go home one day, you're going to have kids, you're going to have grandkids. We're going to have the story... Even if we went home tomorrow, right? We've all got the story, bloody hell, I went through the toughest two years of my life being in Dubai. The weather was fucking hot, the money was shit, we were grafting like dogs, I made the best friends, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, God. He's like, I made them... Uh, yeah. I don't know, what the story's not the other same. Pe- well, no, the story's like, not the same. I, I, the story's I not the very same. very well, I got two pussycats, I got <laughs> yeah. like, I'm having a really nice time, like, I got... Yeah, but car, let's like, say, for example, so. something happened, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's possible. I don't know, right, you lost all of your money, you lost all your money, we all have to go home tomorrow. The past two years, you go to your best friends that are back I don't regret it. We've got more stories to tell than they have. Fact. We have more to tell our grandkids. If we were to have a grandkid tomorrow, than our friends back home would have to tell their grandkids. Yeah. And that is more important for me. That's why I'm out here, because mm. I don't want to fucking be boring. And I'm dead boring. I am the most boring yeah, quite person. quite a boring character, I think. Thank I think so too. I don't think it's boring. I don't think it's boring. I think it's alright. Yeah. How could I agree until he said it? <laughs> How the fuck could I have agreed until he said it? He said it and I agree. That's the way agreeing works. Alright. You you're negative about you're not invited for next week's episode. If I agreed before he said I'd be agreeing with you, you tick. About you being <laughs> a fucking boring oh, person. Yeah, so that's why it's good to have a third person. Listen, I'm going to give you guys my breakdown as to why I came here. Okay. So, back home, you know how celebrities always say, right? You are who you are surrounded by. Mm-hmm. I was not surrounded by good people. I've cut ties with everyone back home. Everyone. The only people I speak to from back home are my family. I left all my friends behind. I've cut every single tie. Why? They were no good for my life. 
And you have to realize that and you have to take a step forward where you surround yourself with people who are beneficial for your life. Distance. Right? Distance is the most important thing. When you've ended up here. I've ended up here. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I ended up here. No, I'm fucking happy. Don't apologize. <laughs> I'm fucking happy, He's mate. Welcome I'll be honest with you, look. The main goal was money, right? But for me, this, it, it, it was never a two or three year plan. Like, this is my life. Like, this is me out here now. Before you were on the plane out here. Before I knew I was, I knew I was going to stay here. Interesting. Because okay. I knew interesting there was nothing that, apart from my family to go back home to. So the main goal is get rich here, bring my family out here so they can enjoy every day with me in Dubai. That's the goal. Okay. Like, for me, cheers. there's no interest in going back. Fucking cheers. Yeah, cheers, guys. That is my piece. That's why I'm here. Welcome to the full fucking episode. Well, Lorenzo, thank you so much for coming on this week. Come, yeah, you know, we really do appreciate bit it. Bit out yeah. of your busy schedule. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you've got to go home and feed the cats. I actually do. I actually, I've got to go home. I've got to feed the missus. I've got to feed the cats. <laughs> feed the pony. Aye, 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 aye. Hey, we've got yeah, our audience here. Some of them don't have the same sense of humor. Some of them have never yeah, seen yeah. in between us. Yeah, Welcome exactly. to the British fucking podcast. <laughs> and um, what are we going to do for all our Belgium fans? <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne is going to go home and piss on his, fam- his, one, his woman. Sorry, that was bad. That was smooth. Do you want to do another take? Yeah, go on, take right. another one. What are you going to do all the Belgian fans? Uh, what are you going to do for all the Belgian fans? He's going to go home and he's going to piss on his girlfriend. Is that typically Belgian? No, it's more of a German thing. Okay, we'll edit that whole thing out then. Don't <laughs> piss off the German followers, mate. Ah, oh, nicht sehr gut! I think that's Scheiser. Scheiser. Anyway, um, after Fick cutting all that out. Mutter. I don't know what that means, but it sounds interesting. Cheers. Alright, uh, Like, so... comment, subscribe. You say always too early. Like we, we've covered oh, it. Let's, let's recap I quickly. We're wrapping it up. We've, we've covered a lot of things, of course. Um, Lorenzo's story, uh, the potential, the big money, uh, the secrets to success, such as turnover in the buildings, finding the buildings which turn over the most. People are selling it, whatever. Um, in office, don't take the foot off the gas. Mm. Discipline came into things as well. It is important. It always and comes into things. And we needed, that, we needed that third opinion. Um, good stock. When you're paying for your own listings, I'm sure that makes a massive fucking difference when it comes yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. segregating the bullshit. And we talked yeah. about that last week as well. Getting rid of the people that are wasting your time. Gauging emotional intelligence, let's yeah. say it. Um, and yeah, uh, we finished off with a bit of why we were in Dubai, and I think that went pretty well, to be honest. We've all got different <laughs> We've scenarios, all got different reasons. With similarities, yeah, yeah, yeah. similarities. So um, on that note, Josh, if you want to kick us off with the... Like, comment, subscribe. Right, okay. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next week for more. Cheers for listening. Adios, amigos.